0: you two are truly people of culture I really appreciate y'all showing me that video that's incredible
1: Go to World.
2: you would not believe the amount of times we pull up into the Walmart parking lot with that song running through my head
0: I feel like me and my wife would pull up to that Walmart while while they were filming that video and she would be like no we're going we're going to it Right now. Like, no, we're going to no. target. <laughs> we're the
2: target.
0: We're going to Target. We're we, going to Target. We apparently, since now that we're Dentonites, we, uh, we we were made privy to the three different kinds of Krogers that are oh, out here. Oh yeah. The, oh okay. There's the,
2: the murder Kroger. The, the murder Kroger. Yes.
0: The nice cheese Kroger. Yes. And, and the, the the milf, milf Kroger. Thing.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> We have frequented all
1: three Kroger.
2: Oh yes. Oh, when we yes.
1: when we lived here the first time, uh it was it 2017,
0: we always went to the Murder Kroger. Always the well, Murder Well because it was
2: right down the street from our house.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. Honestly we we would normally probably be going to the Murder Kroger if it wasn't called the Murder Kroger. <laughs> what what do they what do they call the Murder Kroger before it was Murder Kroger?
1: Oh, uh, Mouse Kroger.
2: The (laughs) shitty parking lot Kroger? Yeah, shitty
0: parking lot Kroger.
1: Road (laughs) The smallest
2: parking lot for a Kroger in America.
0: (laughs) God. You park in the back and it's like the front.
1: Man, that Kroger, though, is like, like, I don't know, it's like the quarters of the store. It's just like there's concrete where there's holes in the wall and you can see outside. And there's like fucking... I heard there's lots of mice in there, but you know, there's mice, you that work mice everywhere. You can sometimes find like
2: really interesting stuff there, though. They have a oh, good yeah. like clearance section.
1: Their clearance section's badass, and I'm sure like. Some of the employees over the years have hidden strange products in weird places. All of their
2: employees smell like weed. <laughs> it's Hell pretty yeah. great, actually. Yeah, that's,
1: that's the Murder cool. Kroger.
2: You can pick up anything at the Murder Kroger. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You go, like, <laughs> 10
1: o'clock on a Friday night to Murder Kroger. There's, like, everybody's there. There's people. There's drunk people there. There's people trying to sell you drugs. There's fucking people like, get out of my way. I'm just trying to buy a pizza. I think oh, I what?
2: tried to cash a check there once, and they <laughs> acted like they'd never seen a check before <laughs> in their life. <laughs> Oh,
1: God, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> to be fair to be fair even when we were kids I feel like when somebody broke out a check at the at the grocery store line there was like, a collective groan yeah, here we go like, oh. yeah.
2: no I I felt like like I was maybe 80 years old I felt like I had been on <laughs> Medicare for the past 20 years walking up there with my fucking <laughs> check
1: but that's that's the way you have to do it sometimes you know you write the paper check they don't send it to your bank for like a couple days yeah. so when you're broke as fuck you know you're like that's okay the trick. paycheck going to be there Thursday morning so it's Tuesday if I write the check tonight I can still get my murder Kroger haul <laughs> and then when it comes out on my fucking bank account on Thursday, it's cool. What Don't
2: up? try that shit at the Good Cheese Kroger, though. No, the oh, Good no, Cheese Kroger right. will
1: fuck you up. Yeah. No. The Good Cheese Kroger. The, the
2: no, Melf Kroger will fuck you up, too, but in a different way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, the Good Cheese Kroger, I used to frequent that one whenever I worked for the uh, the Beauty Supply Call Center.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so
1: I was always at that fucking Kroger causing, like, a ruckus. I would buy, like, I'd go in there, and I'd buy, like, a bottle of cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I would so I'd, you know I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I just chug a bottle of cough syrup, go back. to That was work. back
2: when you were drinking too. Yeah, yeah. So I'd
1: be like, kind of hungover, but I didn't want to... bottle I, of
2: cough syrup, bottle of burnets. Yeah,
0: cough syrup,
1: burnets, and then like you know maybe a couple Sudafeds. And
0: I, <laughs> you, you you said something I want to hone in on. Were you doing like tech support for Mary Kay? Oh, oh.
1: kind of. It was well, it wasn't tech support. It was like, uh... did you
0: try resetting your makeup? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> No, it was more like, oh, my God, all of my shampoos exploded. All right, well, let me send you a couple more. It's like I checked my tracking number on my you know, my case of shampoo conditioner and shaving soaps. Why is it in fucking Missouri whenever I'm in Washington? It's like, well, let me get it rerouted for you. Then I have to call FedEx and get it rerouted. <laughs> oh, man. So, cosmetologists are very demanding, especially the Uh-oh. ones in very large cities, especially Uh-oh. the one. Oh, and whenever we had to deliver to the Paul Mitchell school, holy shit. They acted like, you better listen to me. I can't <laughs> yeah. Hold Mitch. on, hold on. I'm not talking I'm to Paul fucking Juilliard. Mitch.
0: Yeah. pretty. They thought that. It's just
1: like, okay. But someone told this to me. They're like, you know, some of these people take themselves way too seriously. But just remember this it's just shampoo.
0: Yeah. Saw,
2: it's, it's just, just shampoo. fucking shampoo. They just cut hair for a living.
1: Yeah. But it, and that might be their tool and they're passionate about their job. But you know what? That's no reason to get your fucking butthole tied in a knot just because they're fucking like, you know, been out of shape. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You know what?
2: I'm passionate about my job, which is making sure you don't get the shit you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have you know, I sat next to the person that gave a haircut to one of the people from BTS yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So you listen to me. Let me tell you about your order, Paul Mitchell. (laughs) God. I really wanted wanted it to be something more like, like, the bottle said... Rinse, slather, repeat. Uh, when am I supposed to stop? I've been here for three days. Please.
1: No, The most annoying call I got was someone that was insisting that I just send them free coupons. I, was like, I don't have any free coupons. So she was like, yeah, they was like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, hi, can I... Get your identifier, you know? She just acted like I should immediately know who she is. I had no idea. Nobody else knew who she was, except for like two people that had been there some years. Because apparently she did this at least twice a year, was call, complain, hold people on the phone until she got her free coupons. But since I was new, I didn't know anything about coupons. I didn't know how to send coupons or whatever. It was just like a mailer. So I was asking, hey... Do you guys send out coupons? They're like, yeah, like a couple times a year, we'll send something out, you know, to people on this list. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, you should be getting your coupons probably the next time they send them out. But what about the ones that you're supposed to send out last week? I'm like, I don't know, ma'am. I'm not in control. He's like, did you want to place an order? Or was it an order I could do anything for you? She's like, I just want the coupons. I'm like, I really can't. <laughs> well, that's not fair. And I was like, I, 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 before I could stop myself, said, "Life's not fair." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You're just gonna have to wait." I'm sorry, I don't have a way that. So she ended up having to escalate to like my boss and then my boss's boss until the boss's boss finally knew who to contact to get her fucking stupid coupons.
2: It kind of reminds me of the toenail guy that we were talking about Ooh, on like guy. one of the past episodes. You know, the guy who oh. used to call up to the Pizza Hut call center that I worked at. I'll <sighs> I'll have to tell you this story. Uh, pizza hut later. Call-
0: Center,
2: yeah, you didn't know that Pizza Hut has call centers. Well, they did now, they've moved everything online, but yeah, uh, Pizza Hut, you weren't talking to the person at the store like maybe 75% of the time. You did, were they, did they put
0: like the fake center. store sounds in the background?
2: No, 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 okay, because I feel but like when you call Dominos, everybody that like... worked there was definitely a stoner, just like the workers in the stores. Oh, absolutely. So, um, not just stoners either. We had some people <laughs> on some pretty hard shit at that place. <laughs> but you know when you're when you're taking pizza orders for like cranky parents with like screaming kids and you're only yeah. making a uh, minimum wage. And this was like back, this was pre-Obama so minimum wage was like even lower than uh, yeah, you got to do some things to get yourself through the day, you know. Man, it was, oh my
1: God. It was fucking terrible working in pizza back in those days. Like what I really hated was never people because I worked at Pizza Shuttle, you know, or Pizza Butthole, you know, is what we call it. But that, it was, <laughs> the, it was in a fucking uh, college town, Norman, Oklahoma and it was the only pizza place that stayed up like three in the morning like on the weekends, right? Yeah. So we would always get all the crazies, all the drunks and then anytime there was like an OU football game everyone would have to order like 20 pizzas each from us and it it was insane. Anytime people would call and order the Mazio's ring and wings it's like, dude, we don't Uh. have a fucking Calzone ring. It's like, we don't even make calzone. We're pizza <laughs> The show. same
2: fucking shit happened to us at the Pizza Hut call center, too. Everybody called up wanting a fucking calzone ring, which, by the way, as an Italian-American is offensive to my people. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real thing, you guys.
1: No calzone ring.
0: How do you and feel we about had to be Marco's like, well, we don't Pizzoli. have
2: those. And they'd be like, well, why the fuck not? <laughs> like, because we're not Mazios. Because it's pizza hut, you dumb broad. <laughs> call Mazios if that's what you want.
0: I don't know would you call Burger King for a Big Mac? You right? stupid bitch.
1: <laughs> you know, I know like the people at fucking Burger King. Cause I was, I, you know, I went up there to get those impossible whoppers earlier. They were, they were sitting there talking about some of the people that they get, you know, like coming up there. And, and, and one of the guys, you know, that was working, he was like, it's like, you are at the King. What the fuck makes you think we have anything Mick around here? We don't have any McNuggets. We don't have it. It's like, you better take your Mick ass on to McDonald's and get the fuck out of my Mick line. And I was like... I was laughing, and I could tell the manager could tell that I was hearing because I was kind of giggling to myself. Oh, she trying to get him so to right. calm down. I was like, "No, it's all right. I feel."
0: <laughs> that's so funny! Oh my god, I love, I love that. This I, I want to be that guy that the, in the in the Burger King line whenever they ask for a Big Mac, and instead of explaining, just go no, no, <laughs> can I get, a, can I get a Big Mac. No, <laughs> why not? I'm gonna let you think about it for like five seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just reminds me whenever like i used to hang out with like uh one of my friends she she was a cocktail waitress at the strip club and so we already knew a bunch of just like characters well one of the oh, people yeah. that used to i think he was uh, no that was just her couch goblin for a little bit <laughs> couch goblin, yeah this ca- her couch goblin had like pain tattooed across his neck and he was oh. about maybe like he's <laughs> about like sabrina's height you know just as, but he w- he worked at the McDonald's and then like you know to help make because you know McDonald's didn't pay shit in fucking two thousand one. Hell no. So to like make ends meet, you know he was selling some weed on the side and then so sometimes he'd have to drive to McDonald's to pick up a mix sack. And, <laughs> mix sack. Yeah, you know, we had just like, dude, he would get so pissed if we called it a mix sack.
2: <laughs> dude, remember when we used to go pick our shit up from that dude that worked at the Burger King? Yeah. I bet if we had asked him for the mix sack, he would have thought we were.
1: He'd be crazy. like, that's the. That
0: king, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no That's the Green King. No <laughs> Give life. me the Green King. Funny you say that. We so uh many years ago I, I moved to Lubbock with some friends of mine and uh and I was told by one of my friends online that if you if you move to a new city and you need a hookup, you just go to whatever fast food place is closest to you and, and go to the people in the in the drive thru who are there at, like late at night, past midnight, and just ask them for a connect.
2: The fucking and, Taco Bell. The Taco Bell on Every time we go there past like 10 p.m., those people are highest. Fuck,
1: dude. And they mess up our and order they always
2: every time. mess up our order because they're high as fuck.
1: And then we have to, any time that we think about going there, are like, okay, well, give me about maybe 15 extra minutes so that I can go back in whenever they fuck it up the first time. And I always end up leaving with like 12 burritos whenever
0: I really just went in there for like six. Three for me, three for her. Exactly. <laughs> Fortune has smiled upon us this day. 12
2: burritos I, and a dime bag.
0: I, 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 t- I, told, I told my buddy that I was living with at the time, who is much more ballsy than I about, about the, that workaround? He's like, You want to go to Burger King? I was like, Yeah, but let's, well, I I'm just want Burger King. You don't, don't need to try that. And, uh, and he's driving. He, we, we order. He swings back around. He goes, You need anything else? Because goes, uh, Yeah, you got a hookup on a sack? He goes, I mean, yeah, if you want to meet me outside in like 20 minutes. <laughs>
2: I'm like, Whoa,
0: it worked.
2: You like, right. have it's a connect now. It's absolutely true. But no, um, if you're if you if you're looking for places, we'll we'll tell you where. Going. I mean, besides besides the Taco Bell on. We'll, yes. Uh, we'll let you know where to look. Yes,
0: let's let's delete this specific part of the <laughs> I know simple
2: box, Hi, my name is Winona and I've got a big brown beaver.
0: My name is Mud, Not to be confused with
1: Billy Jack or Peter Dander, My name is Mudd. It's always been. My name is Aloesius David Dander, Dander Abercrombie. And that's long for Matt. So I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is, is Sumo Puzz.
2: <laughs> and joining us today is actually Nemo
0: yeah. from
2: uh, the internet. And also, <laughs> Nemo, the uh, proprietor of Nemo's Fantasy Sumo League on Discord, also a member of Dallas Sumo Club. Indeed. Yes. Joining us for the, I think this is the second time, right? This yes. is the second time you've been on the show. Numero does. Yeah. Yes. To help us cover week two of the Hatsuba show. But before we get into all the action, let's go ahead and do a quick review of the upcoming events.
1: February 10th, the Mighty Eagle Team's Tournament. The tournament will be taking place at the Rolling Oaks Mall in San Antonio, Texas. You can sign up at MightyEagleSumo.com. Also on February 10th is the Paris Sumo Open in Paris, France. You can contact Paris Sumo on Facebook or Instagram for more info, or you can email info at Paris-Sumo.fr.
2: And we will definitely be at the Mighty Eagle Team's Tournament.
1: Probably not in Paris. No,
2: probably
1: not in Paris. (laughs) February 24th, the SoCal Sumo Open in San Diego at the City Heights Performance Annex at 3795 Fairmont Avenue, San Diego, California. $30 registration fee. Kids and teens compete for free. You can find the sign-up sheet of, if you look up, Honu Sumo on the internet. Or find us. You know, we could point you in the right direction.
2: Be careful, kids. The internet is a dangerous place. Very. Huh?
1: That's how we found Nemo.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. April 6th, the inaugural Sakura Cup Sumo Tournament at Music City Muscle Gym in Nashville, Tennessee. And that is where I am going to face Jake Collison. And, you know, there's going to be lots of fat flying around. It's going to be awesome. April 12th through 13th. The Roller Town Showdown in Salina, Texas. This is at Rollertown Beer Works. Last tournament was amazing. Seriously, if you went to the last Roller Town, it was just out of this world. Probably one of the funnest sumo events like I have ever been to.
2: We had Gagamaru. There was
1: Gagamaru dancing around a Dr. Dre. Yeah. So if you want to experience a chance to you know make this Roller Town even bigger and wilder and just more out there. You need to come to Solana, Texas. Hell yeah. And then May 11th, the U.S. Sumo Open at Walter Pyramid at Cal State in Long Beach, California. You can find more info at usasumo.com. And as always, if you wanted to find more events or keep track of these events, not only in the U.S. but all over the globe, you can go to sumo411.com, which is manned by Kellyanne
2: Ball. woo all right, that's the upcoming events. Now let's jump right into our Basho coverage. And holy shit, this has been a wild mm. fucking ride. Yeah,
1: it has. We started the new year out right, honestly, because, uh, you know, the, the Kyushu Basho kind of ended up, everything was, it felt like, you know, you're in a broke-ass starship and you're <laughs> crash landing on another planet. And it's like a wilderness planet. And there's lots of predators, but you still, you crash down and the spaceship's more or less in one piece. And you're like, okay... We made it. <laughs> so that's the Kyushu Basho. Now this is the new year. This every the the spaceship's been fixed up a little bit. It's time to go back into outer space.
2: Yeah. With the Yokozuna. He's back for this Basho. show, and he's actually been doing really well despite all of his many injuries. Oh,
1: Captain, my captain. <laughs> I was literally about to say that.
2: <laughs> oh my god, were you we really? <laughs> Great divines.
1: I was about to say is like we've Sabrina and I read each other's minds like that all the time. It's cause you're in the vibe. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Last Basho, everybody was talking about Takakesho possibly making it to Yokozuna, but of course that didn't happen because of Kurishima. So this Basho, everybody was talking about Kurishima possibly making Yokozuna, even though this is only, what, his fourth tournament as Oseki? Yeah. I think. Yeah, which... What's the shortest time period someone has gone as Ozeki before making it to Yokozuna? You
1: know, that's something that we need to ask Grand Sumo Breakdown because I'm sure that fucking Ryan or Flaret could just like pop that out of their buttholes like in a split second. I'm
2: sure... I'm sure, like Ryan, would remember that before he remembers his own mother's birth. No, maybe not that, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, he
1: is an encyclopedia. He is. He,
2: he certainly is for sure. But you know, we should have known since Kurishima hasn't been Ozeki for very long. There was probably a slim chance that he would make it to Yokozuna this time around. Uh, but like I said before, it's been such a wild ride. Right. We trying had, to see him.
1: We had hopes that. in our hearts. You know, my heart was taking flight on wings of faith. And then, um, well, yeah, you know, never mind. You'll see how it plays out.
2: Yeah. You sound like a youth pastor. You're a youth <laughs> pastor. <laughs> but anyway, leaving off on day eight, you know, he was doing fairly good. It it could have gone one way or the other. Uh, going into day nine, there were a few interesting things that uh, popped up on day nine, Hokuto Fuji is actually Kyujo as of day nine, due to a right knee contusion on an already injured knee. Oh,
1: that face he was making as he was falling backwards was just heart-wrenching. It was
2: mm-hmm. like, oh, not
1: Hokuto Fuji.
0: You know it's bad when when, it, when you can see on his face that the pain is taking him away from the fact that he's still got another two feet to fall below yeah. him. <laughs> right? Oh, God. That, that, seriously. I was just like, oh, no.
2: Asanoyama went hugo on Day 9 due to an injury sustained to his right ankle. Again, something we saw on Day 8 that uh, we were...
1: Set wheels in motion for yeah, Day 9.
2: Yeah, we, we kind of figured... Well, we, we did find out that that
1: yeah. happened. So per our Discord server, we had asked some people who they would like us to keep an eye on for week two of the Basho, and that's something that we're probably going to start doing. We'll be a little bit more loosey-goosey with our week one coverage, and then ask all of y'all who you want us to keep an eye on for week two. So this time, uh, the Discord server wanted us to keep an eye on my nephew, Ono Sato, Abi, Atami Fuji, and Karishima.
2: And by the way, if you've never been on our Discord server... Definitely go check that out because fun. it's fun as fuck. <laughs> and if you don't know how
1: to find it, ask a punk.
2: Yes, ask a punk. There's um, a lot of butts on there. There's lots Especially of butts on right there. We have they're... a whole
1: new butt channel.
2: <laughs> We're preparing for our Valentine's Day episode, so yes, lots of butts.
1: Lots of butts.
2: Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us some of the more interesting bouts from day nine.
1: So from day nine, let's start off with my nephew, Ono Sato versus the Wiley Macy. Meisei, of course, had an amazingly strong tachi eye, but it didn't phase my giant nephew, Onosato. Meisei went for a Kotenage arm lock, but Onosato used his captured arm to side drive Meisei out. That sideways drive blew my mind. The mighty Joe Ponceto broke down some of the technical aspects and emphasized that it takes good shoulder and core strength while keeping the hips close to the opponent and as low as you can go. And, you know, being as low as you can go is generally, you know, the center of all sumo. Yes,
2: yeah, so if you're good at limbo... you
1: Yeah. Know, <laughs> Uh, next, we had Gonoyama versus Abi. Now, Abi has had a rough first week. Yeah. The passing of his master, Torao, you know, Shikoryama Oyakata, is still fresh on his mind. He came into day nine at two and six, having scored his only two victories recently. Mm. Big G wasn't doing any better and came into day nine with the same score as Abi. Both men were poised to strike at the Tachi and Big G charged forward only to charge into nothing. <laughs> Abi had Hinka grab the back of Big G's belt and heave the large dude out of the ring like a pissed off baggage handler. Wow. Much to the delight of the crowd. Not quite a Toby, but an impressive display of Abizumo.
0: It was crazy. It really looked like he was tossed out of a bar. He did. Yeah. He just like <laughs> <laughs> just unruly drunks. Just it, lo- it looked like he was throwing a Muppet. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, it did. I thought he just looked like either he was throwing just like a just like a fucking reckless drunk or like just someone's luggage.
2: You know when you're when you're flying and you're still on the like runway waiting for them to load up the luggage and or not the runway, you know what I'm talking about. And you see the little like luggage handler guys out there and they're just fucking chucking suitcases as hard as they can
0: that's seriously what it
1: looks like
0: like
2: they're trying to win the suitcase super bowl or something there,
0: there i am in the window going oh no my snow globe collection!"
2: <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much what it looked like
1: all right next we have wakamoto haru versus midori fuji so wakamoto haru comes into day nine at five and three well the pit bull midori fuji isn't Doing so hot at 2 and Mm 6. So Wakamoto Hard Dude delivers a brutal kachiage, you know, the forearm shiver, to Midori Fuji at the tachi-ai. Midori Fuji goes for a Kubinage headlock throw, but the hard dude does not budge. Wakamoto Haru just grabs Midori Fuji by his face and crushes down the smaller rikishi with the yori Uchi victory. And in front of his dad, no less, who Uh. was in the stands today.
2: I bet he was very proud. <laughs> yeah,
1: Wakamoto Haru's dad's like, yeah, that's my boy. <laughs>
2: I love that we're literally just calling him hard dude now. Well, he's hard
1: dude. Wakamoto hard dude. <laughs> I mean, just, we got Wakataka Flock of Seagulls. We got Wakamoto hard dude. And then Wakataka Flock
2: of Seagulls. I always called him Wakataka Bukake. <laughs> but Waka oh, flock of
1: Seagulls just sounds, you know, it's just... You, Made you
0: feel like I mean, just if you're so over far the away. age of
2: 40, you get that joke. I am over the
0: age of 40. <laughs> I do get that joke. Literally, the only reason I understand that joke is because of The Wedding Singer.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's my or mom's if favorite you've,
0: movie. Yeah, or if you've seen The Wedding
1: Singer. <laughs> All right, so now we have my son, Atami Fuji. Your son. Versus Uda. So my son enters day nine at four and four. He had a rough start at Maegashira 1 as he was put through the meat grinder during the first week. As they usually do to, you know, Komasubi, Maegashira 1. They right, always right, right, right. throw those guys, like, to the wolves that first week. So Uda is not doing very well and scored his only victory by Fusen. Nah. Yeah. He enters day 9 at 1 and 7. So this is their first meeting. And I know my son has difficulty with unorthodox styles he hasn't faced before. Mm-hmm. And we all know Uda has one of the wonkiest and most unorthodox styles in the Makauchi oh, division.
2: Oh, we're definitely going to talk yeah. about that later. Oh,
1: <laughs> and I was right. Uda came in low with the standard Tachi, I stayed under a Fuji, and delivered a Kataskashi swing down on my baby boy, earning his first victory. That wasn't a Fusen. And his second win of the Basho. Uh, side note, Kotonowaka got his kachikoshi by trouncing Daesho with some well-timed Yotsuzumo. That was actually pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, well, given the way the rest of the basho went for Kota it's, <laughs> it's, it's not surprising.
1: All right, then we have Kurishima versus Shodai. So Kurishima bullied Shodai off the ring. A monowi was called. Kurishima looked scared as the Shimpan was announcing the verdict. But they did find that Shodai touch first, which gave Kurishima his seventh win. Yay!
0: should i
1: and then terano fuji got his revenge on my doppelganger Nishkigi by doing his usual brand of sumo no surprises
2: there no surprises so nemo any thoughts on the action of day nine
0: um, I honestly aside from uh Abby tossing that dude like like he's lucky. <laughs> um I you know what, I, y'all are so good at taking notes, I, I did uh, manage to take a, a few notes of my own uh oh, hell yeah. here's uh here's my first I love
2: note. a man who comes prepared. Yeah. Here's
0: uh here's my first note. Um the NHK portrait for Shona Noume makes him look like a mob enforcer. He does. Oh my god. Um and that's all I
2: have you know? for day nine.
1: It's because he's Shonan the Barbarian. <laughs> it, it, it
2: does, kind of. He does. Yeah.
1: Like how Justin Kizzart just calls him
2: Shonanananami. <laughs> you know, some of these Shikona do kind of sound a little Italian if you pronounce them in a certain way. You know, Shonanumi. Shonanami.
0: Shonanami.
2: <laughs> it's like, I'm,
0: I'm sure not of
1: you me. You dare not talking about it. my mom is a sashimi.
0: Going to the on ring, this, gabagool.
2: On is the day of my Skipperdo's wedding. <laughs> oh
1: God. That's just too good.
2: All right, let's go ahead and take it to day ten then. Uh, Dayton, Koto Shoho got to beat Tsurugi Shou with his dad in the crowd on Dayton. Have
1: you seen his dad? Koto Shoho and Koto Tebakari's dad is like bald and he's got this huge beard. Yeah. He looks like Master Roshi whenever he's all like <laughs> super like buff. You know, because you know, Master Roshi's usually all small, but when he gets all powered up, he's all muscly. Yeah. So that's exactly what their
0: dad looks yeah. like. Yeah. Hell yeah. Turtle Hermit group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool.
2: Uh, First notable bout that I had for Day 10 was Tobizaru versus Takenosho. Takenosho keeps trying to slap down the pesky monkey as Tobizaru flails about wildly, attempting pulls and thrusts. Such a chaotic style of fighting often leads to sloppy defense, so after violently dancing around the dohyo for a bit, Takenosho absorbs a push by Tobizaru by stepping off to the side. Allowing Tobizaru to lose his balance and go flying off the dohyo straight into Naruto Oyakata.
1: <laughs> Coach Naruto is just kind of like, what the fuck are you, just get off of me, man. Just... He looked he almost really even annoyed.
2: Looked like, at one point, he almost Ew. even looked like he was Naruto running into Naruto Oyakata. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I didn't
1: even notice
2: that. Uh, next one I have is Tamawashi versus Atami Fuji. Both Rikishi have a powerful Tachi Eye that cancels out the other in this bout, leaving them immediately locked up mid-Dohyo. But they are by no means resting. Each struggles to gain dominance, Tamawashi attempting to push Atami Fuji, and a Tamifuji attempting to break through Tamawashi's defenses for a belt grip. Tamawashi is eventually able to get Atami Fuji moving backwards to the Tawara to shove him over the edge, but Atami Fuji recovers. Tamawashi goes for another shove, which sends Atami Fuji stumbling back, but he recovers again, right at the edge, and charges Tamawashi. Atami Fuji then tries for a pull down, right as Tamawashi attempts another shove, which sends them both spinning down to the clay. But it looked like Atami Fuji's leg hit first, so Tamawashi gets the win by ositaoshi. This bout. Was an excellent display of skill by both these. Seriously,
1: teams. that was badass. And you know, I you can't blame you know a Tommy Fuji for you know Tamawashi's fucking mean. He oh, yeah. is one of the meaner fucking. I mean, and when he's on top of his game, I mean, he was he's a u show winner, you know. Yeah. But and he's got all of those years of ex- battle experience, you know. So a Tommy Fuji just has a little bit of catching up to do.
2: We then have Kotonawaka versus Ono Sato only three men on the leaderboard after Asanoyama drops out the previous day, and two of them go up against each other in this bout. The result was kind of expected. Whether it was nerves or inexperience, Onosato's tachiai seemed a bit weaker. This gave Kotonowaka the ability to get in, stand him up, get a grip, and drive the feebly resisting Onosato out. This leaves only Kotonowaka and Onosho, of all fucking people, at the top <laughs> for a total period of two bouts until Kurishima puts the smackdown on Onosho, oh. making Kotonowaka the sole leader. <laughs> <laughs> We also had Daecho versus Hoshoryu. High Tachii as Daesho throws a bunch of hands in Hoshoryu's face. Hoss gets an angle on Daesho, grabs his arms, swings him around, and as he's being swung, Daisho leaps into the <laughs> air for no apparent reason. I was wondering what the fuck was up with him. Making it even easier for Haas to get behind him and push him out. He hopped,
1: like, twice. He
2: did. Okay, he did that little leap, and then he did another one as he was, like... Getting pushed, pushed out. the Tawara. Yeah. Uh, it's like... You're not Toby Zaru. You're not the
1: <laughs> Leaping Monkey. What I is just, up with this? You know, sometimes whenever you're in mid-battle, you don't really, your body sometimes just reacts and you don't really, that's why you have to work on muscle memory, you know, to get your body to do, you know, what it's supposed to but, do, what it's trained to do. That
2: kind of shit, pardon the pun, flies in the face of like standard sumo. I know, <laughs> but, know? but it's just you're like- You're supposed to stay on the ground, stay low, not go flying through the air. That just makes it easier for That's you what
1: I was to about do. to say, is like you spend all of this time Training your body to crouch at the edge. Yes. What the fuck was he doing, Bunny? I don't there. know.
2: <laughs> Die show. Uh besides that, the last little note I have for day 10 is: why is Kim going up against Terano Fuji? Um, that was pretty ridiculous. No, really Kim was ridiculous. at five and four on day ten. My only guess is maybe they uh, needed to put them together so that Teru could stay close to the top. Look
1: at it they... who all was Kujo, though. They they were definitely bound to put together some really Th- that weird too, matchups. That, too.
2: I I should have mentioned that. Yeah, they did have a lot of Kujo people, so maybe that's why they were doing such crazy matchups. But um, it just gets but, crazier going. Yeah, there 2011. was
1: yeah, there was no business putting Ken Bozon up against Tara Fuji just to get Smacked Down. You know,
2: like it's... some of them made sense. You know, yeah. some of them that were kind of um, seemed a Little weird at first, once you think about it, it's like okay, okay, but Kim Bozon, yeah, whoever set really? up the Tori
1: Kumi that day was just being mean to Ken
2: Bozon.
0: Uh, <sighs> you, could, you could have just left that original question to just why is Ken Bozon? Why is, why Ken, Ken, is Ken Bozon?
2: <laughs>
0: Glenn Bozon,
2: and speaking of day 11,
1: well. We're going to start off day 11 with Ken Bozon launching Myogiru from the Dohyo. That was pretty spectacular.
2: I think he was just so humiliated by his uh, previous days about with He just Terran had to Fushi. take it out on Myogiru. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we had Gonoyama avoiding Makekoshi by launching Rudin's punk ass of the Dohyo and into a couple of elderly folks and poor Shodai. That <laughs> poor Shodai. It's I know, poor, Shodai was like, ah! Or- hey, <laughs> you know, the, the old people were just kind of laughing, like, oh, my God, it's a Rigashi And
2: Shodai's like, quit. <laughs> just
0: rolling around like a ball on the
2: floor. Hey. Why are always picking on me? He's like, get him off
0: me. I
1: understand. You don't want Sumo Snape fucking just wallowing around on oh, your fucking no, lap. No, so. no. You're gonna,
2: you're gonna yeah, You're going to get that.
1: Get that. I
0: love it.
1: He's such a villain. All right. So, day 11, we have Midori Fuji versus Tobizaru. The tachi eye between these two pixies was fast and ferocious. High-speed supari attacks from both men, but the flying monkey seized a pivotal moment and goes for a slapdown. But Midori Fuji doesn't immediately step out and manages to catch his balance and pivots back to face Tobizaru. But it was too late. Tobizaru launched Midori Fuji into the salt bucket and spilled it everywhere.
2: It was in his chomage. It was. <laughs> when he got back up on the doyo, he Need had some like... head and shoulders.
1: <laughs> right. Oshi victory for the Monkey Man, and then we have. Shodai versus Atami Fuji.
2: If he could recover from getting a Gonoyama.
1: God, I know. <laughs> thrown so, into him. Well, we're not
2: Gonoyama. I'm sorry, Ryudin. <laughs> Ryudin.
1: We were watching the. Um, it was the NHK because normally a lot of people will watch, um, you know, Nato, and so we've been watching NHK because we really like the English commentary oh, and yeah. it's it's fucking great. But we learned a vocabulary uh, phrase, I guess, is a phrase word, but Hots Kawase. Which is first meeting. And I know I'm butchering that pronunciation, but I sat there with my phone trying the pronunciation over and over and over again until my phone finally recognized what I was saying. So, katsukawase.
2: Katsukawase.
1: Yeah. First meeting between these two rikishi, Shodai and Atami Fuji. Can the Lord of Chaos throw Atami Fuji off his rhythm? Or will Atami Fuji prevail? Shodai had a reactive Tachi,ai catching Atami Fuji's charge. He started to drive the young man, but he pivoted back in and locks up with the Lord of Chaos. Shodai tries for a slap down, but it only rocks Atami Fuji's balance for a second. Shodai gets underhooks and drives. Atami Fuji manages to shake off the chaotic hold of Shodai and thrusts his ass to the clay, where he immediately begins to brood.
0: <laughs> Tsukiyotoshi win for my son, Atami Fuji. And that was such a solid win for an otherwise very difficult bot show for Atami Fuji. It was, was nice to yeah.
2: see.
1: He, he had a really fucking hard time with this one, but he was at Mike Shira 1. They intentionally made it hard. That's just turning up the difficulty to fucking... Not hard, but very hard.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, show, huh? Well, let's see if you do it again here at one
2: <laughs> <laughs> It seems like... Besides the fact that, you know, if you go up against the Yokozuna, you're going to have a hard time. It seems like having a Yokozuna in the tournament makes every other bout harder, too. For some reason.
1: It does. I think it's he just weighs so heavily on everyone's mind. His presence yeah. is just enough to, you know, give you a fucking negative four to your fucking defense.
2: It's like when you have a cop driving behind you on the highway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: For miles and miles. Yeah. Like, just please. Please, don't even pull me over. Just shoot me here. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I missed my exit because I was scared if I did anything, you were going to pull me over.
2: <laughs> why are you riding in my blind spot? <laughs> oh,
0: God, I hate that.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: And why did they
1: pair up Colton Owaka and Oho? That was a weird bout. With, with all of the absences, I mean, I guess they did have to try and drum up some excitement by putting the grandsons of... You know, two yokozuna together. It yeah. ended up exactly as you would expect, with Oho getting tossed out of the ring like an unruly drunk.
2: Although Oho has been doing surprisingly well this basho. Oh actually.
1: yeah, he did really well. He's he's been getting like some makikoshi's
0: did, here recently.
2: Did he get a double digit score? He did. When he, he scored this basho? Oh thing? no,
0: uh, the the last day it was double digits.
2: The, yeah, so he did for for the whole tournament. He got I think a ten and five, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So nice. he, I think maybe. Oho's on the upswing. I hope Oho's on the upswing. I really I do like Oho. Yeah, when
1: his sumo is on, it's on, and I don't know why, but I really like watching him beat Hoshoryu because <laughs> he just has that mental thing with Hoshoryu. He just knows how to just get under his skin
0: and just fucking kick his ass.
2: Yeah, I love
0: to see it. So it's, knows... more like, uh, it's more like it's more like Oho instead of Oho. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. of uh the uh aho
1: oh in kiowa yeah yeah so in the kiowa language to the way that you say thank you is uh aho like that that's the way the vowel sound uh aho and a lot of people just say uh aho you'll hear people like of other tribes who they'll you know because they want they want to sound cool like the kiowa say uh aho so they say yeah uh aho but what uh aho means in kiowa Kill him
0: <laughs> So yeah, it's very
1: small vowel inflection between kill him and thank you. <laughs> so you gotta be careful. Remember, if it's that little accent mark has a little up and down thing on the O in Kiowa, so it's oh ho, like that.
2: So what you're saying is oh ho just needs an accent mark and then he'll start killing it in the dohyo. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: oh ho <laughs> Hey-oh. Oh my God, I'm just going to start combining Japanese and Kiowa like, at every fucking
0: every <laughs> chance I get. That won't get you in trouble anywhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. And then Karishima beat Daesho at his own game by slapping the poor guy silly and sending him on his merry way out of the ring. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been very impressed with Karishima's fucking uh, Oshizumo game here lately. Like, since yeah. he's become
0: Ozeki, he's just... He's
1: really step, stepped it up.
0: This, this was the exact match where I was like, oh, he's going. He's Yokozuna. Man. He's, oh. he's Yokozuna ready. See, seeing him like parry Daesho so yeah. perfectly... Cha, cha! <laughs> Get the
1: fuck out of here! It really like, did. It, that looked like some fucking like martial arts, like fucking
0: like.
2: Like he's the Bruce Lee of sumo. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I know. Like
1: I was gonna say some Ip Man shit. One
0: hundred percent. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this in Sumo This is gonna be so cool, and it was.
2: Yeah.
1: Fuck yes! <laughs> All right. Up next, we had Ono Sato versus Hoshoryu. So my nephew faces an Ozeki for the first time. You could tell he was a bit nervous. Hoshoryu kept his head in the game and delivered a beautiful Nage underarm throw, giving Onosato his third defeat of the tournament. The more that Onosato, as well as my sons, Haku Woho and Atami Fuji, face these higher-ranked rikishi, the less nervous they'll be, and the more they can learn and grow their sumo. These kinds of defeats are to be expected at first, but as long as they serve as learning experiences for the rookies, they aren't all that terrible. So, yeah, yeah it, it kind of sucks that, you know, to watch them get beat, especially whenever they have a lot of momentum, but it's fine. It, that just means, like, you know, shit, a couple of more years, they're going to be fucking just tearing up the Banzuke. It's going to be badass.
2: Right? We might be watching them, like, trying to get enough wins to become Ozeki or or trying to get the Yusho to become Yokozuna. I know!
1: And Terunofuji used Onosho's own brutal tachiai against him. He didn't hinka or sidestep as much as he just gripped Onosho's belt and just steered him back so his own charge caused him to step out. He yeah. was just like, he didn't even slam into him. He goes, oh, here, here you go. Just give me a little help. And then he just ran out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like very little contact. And you
2: wouldn't normally see Fuji and Onosho going up against each other. But because Onosho did so surprisingly well yeah. in the first week of the Basho... I think, you know, that one made a little more sense than some of the others. Yeah,
1: ones. I think the, the reach of the joy had extended with all the people that were absent. Exactly,
2: so. exactly. So they had to go digging around in Makuchi.
1: Dig around in, in what?
2: What? <laughs> Get real down deep up in Makuchi.
0: Get yeah, way up in there.
2: Man, I don't know why we've never thought of that before. <laughs> All up in my Um <laughs> My big brown beaver. <laughs> Day 12. Uh, we had a great example of what is referred to as the dead body rule, or shinitai in Japanese, between Tobizaru and Ichiyama Moto. The goji gave the win to Tobizaru, but the judges called a mono e to determine which event happened first. Did Tobizaru's arm land on the ground first, or did both Ichiyamamoto's feet fly past the Tawara first? The judges determined that the Gyoji's verdict stood because even though Tobizaru touched the ground first, Ichiyamamoto has both feet outside of the dohyo before Tobizaru landed. Meaning, he was in an unrecoverable position and therefore the one who lost. I just wanted to mention this because people are always arguing about it. And I thought this was such a textbook example to show like how this rule actually works since, you know, it always causes so much argument between especially the international face.
1: Oh yeah, whenever you're on like sumo groups on Facebook, it's like, oh Sheesh. It's cool because in between Basho on those sumo Facebook groups, you, you get to see who is an actual fanatic and who knows the rules, who knows, like, you know, people that keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And then once you start getting shit in, how come Hakuwoho doesn't have a chonmage? You know, you start like, or, uh, you know, how come Karishima's not an Ozeki or a Yokozuna just yet? And it's like... You know,
2: what? you know what? It's okay to be new. Yeah. It is. It's okay to be new. Oh, yeah, totally. But when you start saying, like... Oh, the the chimpons are fucking stupid because they didn't decide, you know, this match this way instead of this other way or whatever. Then it becomes like, okay, you you're just at that point where you think you know enough about sumo to have an educated opinion about it but you don't actually and you don't realize it and we refer to that as the Dunning-Kruger effect (laughs) (laughs) look it up this is an actual thing that's been studied people who are of low skill in something will be more confident in their ability to do that thing than people who are of high skill so it's, it's like an actual psychological I
1: love that. Here we are, fucking being sumo fans and like you know, finding in-depth examples of the Dunning-Kruger effect.
0: You know, I'm right there with you, but but just as a counterpoint, I will say the judges are stupid because they don't (laughs) give every win to Ura. (laughs) That
2: that is correct, and I mean that
0: is the most correct. We're just gonna
2: have to to blame that on the uh, secret. Yakuza. I know cult, this. Yeah, that's uh, the
1: that's the thing that we always underground say.
2: Underground shinpan Illuminati for.
1: Yeah, all of the officials kind of and all the rikishi have to make their yakuza payments, and if they don't, that's whenever they start losing a lot more because they don't have their protection. Yes, paid yeah,
2: off, and so. Aura spends so much of his money on like
0: cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers, I, and ice cream, kowashis, ice, so. <laughs> ice cream, a cup ice cream, a I love that video. I do too. <laughs> now they, they, no, I tell you what though, the people at the Sumo, Sumo Database are going to have to. Start putting a lot of asterisks on everything after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, Sumo DB. The <laughs> video, the video of where they're like, where where do you like to go out to eat? just, just ice cream cup. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream cup.
2: He's so precious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we had Tarina Fuji versus Ono Sato. Um, I'm. Sure, Onosato would have loved to get a kimboshi during his first makauchi tournament, but we all know that's more rare than Ryuden keeping his little rude boy in his pants. So despite <laughs> Onosato's good Tachiai, Teru simply Watanage's his ass out. I'm sure Onosato still felt honored to even get to fight the Yokozuna in his first go at the top division.
1: Yeah, that was uh, you could kind of tell he was just kind of like, "Oh shit, oh shit." He knew what was gonna happen. He's like, "Well, let's see how fast it takes me get thrown out."
0: Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on you called it a rude boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little rude
0: boy. I, I really hope that y'all have a soundboard that you can put in that from, from like all the, all the old like dub tracks, rude boy, <laughs> <laughs> rude boy. Oh my god, we're gonna have
1: to get that. Holy shit,
2: we should. <laughs>
1: Alright, so for day 13, we're starting to get to the wire.
2: Mm.
1: I know that Endo has been dealing with some rough feelings since his hometown was damaged by the earthquake, but it still felt really good to see him beat Rudin.
2: You just love it when Rudin gets beat. So do you! Well, (laughs) Like I said on the last episode, it's always fun to have a heel.
1: Tsurugisho versus Shodai. All right, Shodai got robbed. <laughs> like, seriously, held at gunpoint and fucking robbed. Tsurugi show obviously landed first. We all saw the replay on mm. NHK and everything. They replayed it. Twice. Mm-hmm. So Shodai was still in the air when Tsurugisho came crashing down, but those ass clown chimpan called a Noosh, And of course, Shodai lost. I could tell by the mischievous look on Tsurugisho's face before the second bout started that he had some sort of chicanery up his sleeve. And he did. And slapped down victory, which was some bullshit. <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Nemo? I saw that look. No, Shodai I also just went home bullshit. and
2: started playing his, his fucking Linkin Park CD. <laughs> doesn't <even matter. laughs>
0: it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. I gotta figure out how to say that phrase in Japanese and sing it and then <laughs> All I have to say about that is that Surigi show looks like a lunch lady. A lunch lady.
2: Oh my a lunch God. lady? <laughs>
0: Yeah, with some killer sideburns. There's, 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 there's a few of them that look like lunch ladies. Him, 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 and nishkigi I think they both look like. a Nishiki is like, but I feel like I'm looking in the mirror when I look at Nishiki.
2: <laughs> see, okay, look, look at, that. Look
1: at me without my glasses, and I make this face. It's like, see, no. I made the, I made my Nishkigi face at Nemo, and he saw no. it. You can tell he saw. It. Hold, like Hold <laughs> on, Hold <laughs> on. Please, whatever you're you just do. squinting. <laughs> Not just squinting. I'm also doing this.
2: <laughs> see, you
1: can see it, too. I do look you like don't Nishiki. make
2: that face all the time, though. Yeah,
1: but I look like Nishiki when no, you, I do make no, the face. No, and whenever we do no. that, when we do the... We you,
2: do have the a di- you have different cheekbones. Than when you we does.
1: do the title card, we're going to have to just put my face somewhere on the title card making my Nishiki For face. For
2: the YouTube version? Yes.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll just put it on, like, no, no, no. Instagram no, 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 no. somewhere. Whatever
0: you do, don't wear a hairnet.
2: Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs>
1: You know, thinking about Nishiki with a hairnet. No, I I see Lunch Lady.
2: Give me my chocolate milk, damn it.
1: You want some more enchiladas? (laughs) It's like, Miss Nishiki, can I just get an extra tamale, please? We're out of breakfast pizza. (laughs) You get one chocolate cake or one vanilla cake, not two. Oh, my God. I'm, I can't unsee it now. It's it's stuck in my head.
0: Chocolate milk or 2%?
1: <laughs> All right. Now, we got Gonoyama versus Osanayama. Who's the best Yama?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, Yama's the best Yama.
2: Oh, yeah. Yamamoto Yama.
1: Yeah, Yamamoto Yama. Okay, but this is Gonoyama versus Osanayama. And guess what? I said Osanayama, which means Big Baby Sweets is back.
0: Motherfucker! <laughs> Motherfucker!
1: <laughs> All right, after being Kyujo for a couple of days, Asanoyama is back into the action. Gonoyama comes in hard at the tachiai, but Asanoyama calmly grabs Big G's arm and throws his ass with finesse and gusto.
0: Gusto. He made that kotanage look as easy as flipping a grilled cheese. Mm. Man, I, I I tell you what, I'm so glad that he was able to come back and get his kachikoshi. I know! Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it the, and this is me being... Uh, well stupid i was going to say immature but this is stupid <laughs> but uh, whatever i think about about potentially ever having a, a match with any actual like pro uh, sumo wrestlers i i think like if i were to face off against terunofuji i would i would be that, that goes back to the Dunning-Kruger effect. Absurdly overconfident about <laughs> about, about my chances with Terina Fuji. But for some reason, Asanayama is the one that scares the absolute shit out of me. Aww. Yeah, he is fucking scary. I, I, yeah, you know, I, 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 feel, I feel like Terina Fuji would just kind of push me out like, okay, all right, whatever. But Asanayama would do the obby thing to me and just pick me up and huck me out of the ring like, <laughs> like I was a bar.
1: You See, I feel like Asanayama would just like, you know, he would... We see the memes where people have the calculations, you know, those little calculations. <laughs> (laughs) and then he would just proceed to dismantle me at the molecular level.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's
0: just like Jesus, he's like he's overkill.
2: He would spaghettify you, he
1: would with just that mean (laughs) look that he makes.
0: I want to get that, uh, I want to get that door poster of Osanayama because he just looks like a huge bouncer. Yeah, (laughs) it's like
1: who's Kachikoshi, big (laughs) baby? My Kachikoshi motherfucker. All right, now we got Ichiyamamoto versus Abby. And we were watching uh, the NHK, and I think that was, was that Ross Mihara? Was it Raja Pradhan? I think it was Raja.
2: Uh, the only ones I know are Hero and Murray, so I don't pay attention to the Hiro, ones There's Hero, there's really. Murray,
1: there's Ross, and then there's um, Raja. Yeah. And so this made me feel like reality was warping because, you know, everyone always likes to call, you know, Ichiyamamoto Abby Light. Yeah. I mean, but where's the lie though? But, you know, only in build. You know, only in build and maybe a little bit in technique. But... It really was kind of weird to see both of them facing each other, you know, it was just like yeah. it's it's kinda of like, like you know how is the
2: universe gonna blink out of existence? <laughs> right. <laughs> All
1: right, so yeah, Raja Pradon had to call Ichi Abby Light, as does most everyone, but to see yeah. the two lanky long armed lemurs face off <laughs> against each other for the first time, I really did feel like it was just Ken and Ryu just rendered yeah! into different
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> So it was just the same guy in just two different costume colours, but Abi. The real Abby has the superior supari
0: technique and sent Ichiyamamoto flying, flying off, off the dojo. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man! Don't make it a song.
2: <laughs> well, apparently you didn't listen to episode twenty-seven oh. <laughs> or whatever. Fuck! It was one of our earlier episodes when we came up with that.
1: What I really <laughs> miss though is the Chio the song that we we you. Chiyo tai, do <laughs> Ooh we you Geotai that's great. We just have to think of find some other. I think the only one that we could do that with is Fuji Seun now.
2: Ooh so- we you Wakamoto hard <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, we worked with Fuji Seyun, so he just won the Meyu show. Ooh. So we're gonna we gotta, ooh,
2: wee, you fuji seiyuu he, he's works. gonna have to climb up a few divisions before we can actually devote episode him a song. Time <laughs> to
0: him. oh you know I, I had a note for this uh here's here's your epic nemo insight of ah. the podcast
2: please bestow upon us your wisdom
0: yes yeah and and you know not i was not i swear i wasn't inebriated when i thought of this but <laughs> even though it might sound like it um Abby is to Sanyaku, what Goro was to Shang Tsung. He's like the litmus test yeah. for uh for the lower rank wrestlers. If you wanna get to Sanyaku, you're gonna have to get through Abby. Abhi. Abi's not gonna not yeah. gonna be up there. I don't I don't I don't see Ozeki and Abby's future, but he's always gonna hang around in, like between M five, M one, yeah. Komosubi, Sekiwaki, even. He's always gonna be just kind of that specter hanging, yeah, hanging that, that, that one guy and Goro. I feel he like he is, is very goblin
2: like, is a... isn't he?
0: <laughs> and just... with with the forearms, I feel like Goro is a, is a great uh, metaphor for what what Abby is. Yeah, with with his style. Yeah. And, oh my god, he's such a demon. Oh my god, movie Mulligan! If you're listening
1: to this episode, you have to draw. Please Obi draw as Goro.
2: As Goro. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna refer to him as Goro from. I know. On. Yeah. You started something, Nemo. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, and Midori Fuji had a moment where you could tell he was making the, you remember the calculations I was talking about. You know,
2: the meme everybody's seen the meme. Yeah. yeah. So
1: he was doing some quick physics before he just throws mi- Mio Giru to the side like a hot piece of fry bread that was really fucking cool
2: yeah i always love watching midori fuji even when he's losing he's fun to watch
1: oh hell yeah all right then we had ken Bozon versus atami fuji so i don't know if ken Bozon was trying to inka but he wasn't fast enough whatever the hell he was trying to do atami fuji just plowed right through poor ken Bozon. he looked like he was hurt as he was limping down the hanamichi Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that Atami Fuji didn't rough him up too bad with his killer kimari team.
2: Don't hurt him, Atami Fuji. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wakamoto Haru took Onosho's Tachi all the way to the bills, and then pushed him all the way back down the exact same path, and then shoved his ass out with an Oshidashi win. So that was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> Wakamoto Haru, another one of those that I always loved watching.
0: He's been doing me. great. He, he, he did great this boss show. And and uh, him along with his brother, I'm I'm calling it officially. That's the hashtag that I'm going with. Spread it to all of your Discord servers and friends and Instagram. It's officially hashtag WakaWatch2024. WakaWatch. Oh! <laughs> the WakaWatch.
2: All right. We're doing it. WakaWatch. Watch
1: 2024
2: <laughs> Or would it be... Waka Waka Watch. Since waka Waka, two waka Watch. Waka Waka. And then
1: whenever all three of them finally become Sekitori.
2: Waka 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 Watch. <laughs> waka, waka 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 Watch.
0: That's so fun to see.
2: It just sounds like Pac-Man when you no, do that. Waka
0: Waka Waka Waka. I just need a Fozzie Berry all. Oh my God. People know exactly what we're talking about. Waka Waka. <laughs> Here they come.
1: <laughs> all right. Now we have Zaru versus Uda. Of course this one was a wild-ass bout that resulted in a Mono How could it not? So they bonk heads at the Tachii, slap each other around for a bit, and then Tobizaru goes for an Awatanage. Ura was in motion, and Tobizaru's throw caused him to go horizontal and spin. Poor Tobizaru stepped out before Ura landed. The Mono concluded that Toby stepped out first, and Ura earned his fourth much-needed win.
2: That was a cool one to watch, too, because... Aura's, the reason why Aura is so fun to watch is because he's always doing weird flips and tricks and stuff to try not to be the first one to touch the ground or to, you, know, like, you know, step when, outside or whatever.
1: Like in cartoons, like either like, you know, like Tex Avery or Looney Tunes, whenever they're falling, but they don't want to fall, so they keep climbing up the air. Yeah.
2: yeah it's <laughs>
0: like he
1: does that kind of
2: shit. He does. He's like a cat.
0: <laughs> oh, the heals water. It really isn't a basho without both Ura and Tobazaro doing a full barrel roll midair. Exactly. <laughs> But Toby's always like Flipper. He's just like a doll, like,
1: <laughs> just
2: like
0: popping up out of the water.
2: Because I know he shaves all of his body hair off. Yeah. Right? Does he shave his pubes too? Fun, fun
0: fact. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. he does. He you does
1: shave all. Look at his legs. I mean, next time you see his legs, he has no armpit hair. He has no leg hair. I'm assuming that means he has no pubes.
2: Because we all saw that picture of Karishma, oh, and yeah. it looked like
0: no. We all did not.
2: Oh. <laughs> We but, will. We will have to show you. I after. saw. I
0: saw some comments about a neck of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was some net chilling.
2: Because it looked like maybe he shaves down there.
1: Maybe he did. I bet. Maybe they kind of have like a bikini line kind of thing that they do. It, it
2: was. There was some shadow on it, you know. But it. Um... <laughs> Are you okay, Dino? Uh,
1: Here, no evil. Here, no evil. <laughs> Look at, look at Takayasu though. Takayasu is a hairy dude. And then, you know, he'd be like, you ever, was that Cheech and Chong's? Is it nice dreams where like he's fighting the invisible man? It's like, I think it's Chong. Tommy I'm Chong is like. i
2: that we broke Nemo again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But he's got, like, this bush, just like, he's wearing, like, you know, one of those wrestling speedos, and he's just got, he's got a wig, you know, like a merkin under his, so it just looks like he has some giant bush. So, you know Takayasu's rocking some sort of fucking giant bush. Oh, yeah. He's a grizzly bear. But, so, you know, he's got to be taking some clippers or something. He's
2: got that Filipino fro. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, he's got to be kind of, you know, so all of them have, like, some sort of bikini line. Filipino
2: fro. Please, make it stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no more rickishy bikini line. Oh my God, that's going to be a song. Uh,
0: especially Takayasu. <laughs> oh that's a God. new
1: Kataban song, rikishi bikini line. <laughs> Okay, okay so what's up talking about Takayasu.
0: So
2: you haven't seen the Karishima picture yet. If you want to see it, I will show you later. All right, all
0: right. That's yeah, that, that's that's on the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: oh
0: that, that that's uh yeah. yeah. Oh god. I I, I, all I, right. I I did I did see the the cheeked up Takayasu, which I was I was not, oh, yeah. I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my god.
1: Alright, so to conclude day 13, we have Kurishima versus Hoshoryu. Alright, Haas looked ready to rock at the beginning of this bout. Kurishima appeared calm and collected. The bout started with Hoshoryu getting the advantage at the Tachi. Haas had an outside right hand grip. Everything looked like it was going Haas's way until Kirishima kicked Hoshoryu's ankle and twisted his ass down to the clay. It was that Nimai Gary? That's what it was. Nimai Gary. Gary. Yeah. I, that's such a hard All of those vowels, you know. Nimai Gary. Is it Nima-i-gary? You
2: can say nima gary nima
1: gary Whatever. nima gary victory for Krishima. And that's a very rare kimari which is why I suck at pronouncing it. We had a very
2: so. rare kimari in this Bajo. Oh. Yeah.
1: One of the the pinnacles coming up soon. Oh, yeah. 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 Don't need my Gary. I'll need your Gary. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, to, oh, I lied. That wasn't to conclude day 13. This is to conclude day 13. Terunofuji made Kotonowaka look like a five-year-old throwing a tantrum as he effortlessly got his favorite grip and then just yori carried Kotonawaka out.
2: But he did throw a tantrum. <laughs> we heard from one of his attendants that he was like literally screaming around about how poorly he did in that belt oh, with oh, Terunofuji. Fuji. Wow. And that goes back to something that I was saying uh, previously about how when you look at Kotonowaka, sometimes you get you catch a little glimpse of something dark in there. Oh, I was going to say bratty. Well, bratty, dark, you know, same <laughs> thing.
1: How, tomato, tomato. how far does that bratty street go?
2: Yeah, no, I was saying the other day that he kind of looks like a... Uh Shizuuchi
1: from uh Sanctuary.
2: Sanctuary. <laughs> like when he's he's trying to put on his battle face, you know?
1: Oh, whenever he was like like whenever he's picking up the salt and making that like me yeah, grouchy face.
2: Yeah.
1: i don't know Shizuchi looks scarier whenever he's just either making that just kind of like expressionless oh, yeah. kind of but yeah. no he's even scarier when he smiles
2: yeah no they they got to make him really terrifying because you know it's fiction it's a tv show yeah. but like in, in real the life real world you see that from one of these like stoic ass and you're like oh fuck what's yeah. going on <laughs> with this dude
1: or like you know how Terano fuji just kind of looks like a fucking great white shark he's just got that predator <laughs> look in his eyes and I was like oh that's a force of nature
2: but yes coach Nobaka was uh kicking and screaming and uh, throwing a tantrum because he did not beat the Yokozuna. The, the fucking Yokozuna. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going into day 14 now, once again, we have multiple frontrunners going into Sinshuraku Eve. Joining Coach Nawaka is is Terunofuji and Karishima. After his bout with Karishima the day prior, Hoshoryu ends up dropping out on day 14 due to injury. Which I think it was something with his ankle or something like that, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah,
1: it was, it was the old ankle. Wait, with Hoshoryu? I thought, no, Hoshoryu was knee, I thought. Was it knee or ankle? Was it his
2: knee? Because I know, I know it was, Hoshoryu
1: had his knee all taped up. It was a up.
2: joint in the lower body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A
1: lower body joint of some sort.
2: Uh, but he did have double-digit wins by that point. Yes. Which yeah. is... Good for an Ozeki. Oh, yeah. So his uh, Oyakata actually advised him not to rejoin the Basho on day 15, even though apparently he really wanted to. Yeah, he had to
1: tell him, he's like, nobody wants to see a powerless Ozeki.
2: Exactly. And he
1: was like, okay,
0: fine.
2: Exactly. So um, one of the first interesting bouts from day... 14 that I have is Onosato versus Sanumi. We don't talk about Sanumi as much as we used to. But uh, this one was pretty interesting. We get a fairly rare kimarite on this one as well. Onosato goes up against the veteran Sadanoumi who immediately gets a belt grip and tries to Watanage the rookie. But Onosato avoids getting tossed out, drives Sadanoumi to the other side of the ring, and dumps him off the dohyo with a kirikaeshi, twisting backwards knee trip.
1: That actually looked kind of painful.
2: <laughs> yeah, it did look a little bit painful, but it was fun to watch. Uh, next interesting bout I have is Wakamoto Haru versus Abby. They come at each other like rabid dogs fighting over the last cat turd in the litter box. But they both end up exiting the dohyo on their own momentum after Waka tries and fails a push out. And are you okay over there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're not okay. Watcher tries, tries and vigil. fails a
2: push out, and Abby tries and fails a slap down. The Gyoji gives the win to Abby, but a mono is called to determine who landed first. The replay showed it pretty clearly, however, and the Gyoji's verdict stood.
1: Goodbye, Dory. <laughs> God, the last cat turned out of the
0: cat box.
2: Originally, I was going to say rabid dogs fighting over a bitch in heat, but I thought that was a little too. Yeesh.
0: Okay, maybe last turn Dang. in the cat box.
2: What, you don't like my... Uh... I was going
1: say we're going to have to take some fucking some English huh. courses. And...
0: <laughs> Should I go crass or gross?
2: <laughs> Next, we have Shodai versus Ura. Neither Rikshi has been doing too hot in this tournament, but we're always bound to see wacky shit when Ura is involved. Shodai grabs Ura's arm, attempts to tip him out of the ring, but through an impressive feat of balance, Ura resists flailing around on only one foot until he's able to gain his bearings again. Shodai then opts for pushing attacks, which only gives Ura the opportunity to grab his arm and pull him down for a Totari victory.
1: Man, I gotta figure out how to keep, like, busting out some Totaris. I'm like, I see opportunities too, but my brain just doesn't think like that. That's a mean, tricky way to win.
2: We then had Karishima versus Kotonowaka. This bout starts with not one, but two matas by Kotonowaka. They finally blast off the Tachiai with many flailing limbs until <laughs> Kurishima notawas Kotonowaka and just kind of holds him there for a moment, maybe trying to figure out what to do next. Kotonowaka ain't playing those kind of games, though, and bats Kurishima's arm away, then tries for a pull down which fails. But allows him to grab the back of Kirishima's mawashi and shove him out sideways.
1: <laughs> That's a nice turnaround.
2: <laughs> this means that in order for him to get promoted to Yokozuna, Kirishima has to beat Terunofuji, Kotonowaka has to lose to Zaru, and then Kirishima has to win a three-way playoff against both Terunofuji and Kotonowaka.
0: That is a tall order. Yeah. The likeliest of scenarios.
2: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and see what happens by moving on into our last day, day let's 15.
0: Drop that Do we curtain. have to?
2: Do, can
0: I just live in my fantasy for a moment? <laughs> yeah, we're all eternally living in day
1: 14.
2: <laughs> well, did did you have anything else you wanted to say about day 14 before we get to the last day?
1: Just that, uh, I just didn't want this tournament to end, and, you know, I've just gotten used to two weeks of just exciting-ass sumo, you know, we wake up every day and something fucking wild's happening. (laughs) Uh, I guess it's, what is it, only 42 days till the next Basho?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, where's Sumo?
1: Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to get into more Amazumo then. All right, so day 15. Oho actually did particularly well in this Basho, I'm glad to see he's on the upswing. And uh, you know, at MIGUS sure eleven, he finished ten and five. So I mean, it's like,
2: all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh do oh. that, actually, aho.
1: Aho. Aho. All right, but uh, for day fifteen bouts, we had Tamawashi versus Onosato. Can the Iron Man of Sumo take on this powerful youngster in the springtime of his youth? <laughs> he goes for a notowa attack at the tachi but this doesn't <laughs> phase the young rookie. He pushes the Tetsujin to the bales, and couldn't push him over as Tamawashi's resistance was too strong. So what did he do? He changed directions and pulled Tamawashi down as he was pushing with all of his strength forward to resist Onosato's onslaught. Onosato was also awarded the Kanto Show Fighting Spirit Prize after this bout for just slapping Tamawashi down.
2: <laughs> good job, Onosato.
0: I mean great show.
2: Yeah. I mean good job all around for his first his first time in Makuchi, I was super impressed by that guy.
1: Do you remember whenever I first joined Nemo's uh, Fantasy Sumo League? No. And I know. Well, it just... <laughs> it was forever ago. It was. That was
0: rhetorical.
1: <laughs> but when I first joined the Sumo League, it was always Tamawashi that always fucked my guys up. And then 100%. any time I would pick Tamawashi,
2: he would fight like shit. Yeah. And it was like, you motherfucker. <laughs>
1: So this is one of those times they're where only
2: s- doing that because you are picking them. If it wasn't <laughs> you in particular picking them, then it wouldn't have. It's kind of like exactly last night. that's how
1: sport that's how sports superstition works. You're exactly. you're, you're getting yeah. the 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 gist.
2: It's it's like last night when Sumo Mainichi was going to announce the winner of their contest. Uh, the, for their the internet went out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Hyoshigi. Yeah. The or, Hio,
1: yeah. It was Ch- the Chiyoshoma Henka competition. Yeah. You have to guess which day Chiyoshoma's going to Henka.
2: And I guess day five. With.
1: 15 other people or 14 other people
2: yeah a lot of people guessed day 5 so they put all the names in a bag and then you know their Chiyashoma had just had his bout and they were like alright we're gonna draw the name after Chiyoshoma's bout and then right as they were about to draw it Their internet goes out. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't seen it, go check out their channel on YouTube. Go check out their Instagram. They actually have a video of Amy pulling out the name and being like, oh, awesome, look at this. And then being like, oh, fuck, the internet's out.
1: (laughs) Is our internet down at the very end of the video?
2: (laughs) So right when I'm about to find out who the winner is, I'm sitting in my living room like, all right, it's probably not gonna be me, but we'll you know, we'll see what happens. And then stream just dies. And then, you know, we're we're sitting there waiting for the stream to come back. Yeah, sometimes
1: up. it'll come right back up, but no, the video just ended.
2: I was like call really? yeah. our yeah.
1: lawyers. And then we
2: get a message on our Instagram from Oh no,
1: I messaged them. I oh, was you, like, Oh my god, what happened? Are you guys? You messaged back? Him yeah. first?
2: Okay, okay. And they're like, well, you're not going to believe it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, long story short, I got the clackers. (laughs) Yeah,
0: nice.
1: They're from uh, Kodiak Woodworks. Is it woodworks or woodworking? Let me make sure. I want to know. I think it's Kodiak
2: Woodworking. Yes, they're very beautiful.
1: They are Kodiak Woodworking on Instagram. And Kodiak is spelled C as in Charlie, O, D as in David, I, A, K. So Kodiak woodworking, uh, lots of uh, beautiful, beautiful pieces on the Instagram profile. And he has a uh, Etsy. So if you yes. see something you liked, you can get it from him directly on his Etsy. And he is a sumo fan. And, you know, he's homies with the Mainichi. He's homies with us.
2: Just check them out. I didn't mean to like digress so far from that. no, topic. that's fine. <laughs> this is this was how <laughs> our I'm day still fifteen unfolded. I' so excited <laughs> about winning this thing. I'm always winning the sumo stuff because like I won one of the first uh sumo kaboom bingo
0: nice. prizes
2: as well. Yeah, it was a jar of uh, peach jam. Oh my God,
0: that really jam good. was fantabulous. Ooh, yeah. I wonder if those clackers were made the traditional way, you know, where they, like, keep them in the dark for three weeks and they're only uh, in the light of the moon for a, a certain amount of time and kissed by a butterfly or whatever.
2: <laughs> no, he,
0: they,
1: they do look like they were, uh, I think, it's, is it camellia oil? Whatever the finish Something. is, it looks like that's what the finish oh, is. Oh, Nice.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to know for sure, like, the method used to make them. I just want to imagine that they were, like, carved by eight virgins in a...
1: (laughs) Actually, you can watch. They have a little thing on the NHK that has how they're made, and it's pretty cool. I
2: mean, the specific ones that I'm going to be getting. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, yes, now, um, because I promised I would... I'm going to have to write a song using the clackers.
1: That was the whole the idea. <laughs> that's why you put so much intent into the universe to yes! win is because you wanted to use those for a I'm song. I'm going song. to, I'm going to use so them as one thing. of
2: my in- instruments for writing a, a song for the band that we're trying to get She's going to be
1: like announcing herself like everywhere she goes, like
2: Sabrina clack.
1: New York Sashin, Ramarachabea, clack, and then just walks in. I, yeah, I could so see you doing that. I,
2: I literally am going to do that. This <laughs> season, I promise you. Going back to the Basho, though. Okay,
1: day 15, we have Rudin versus Uda.
2: Oh my god, I love this bout. All right, yes. <laughs>
1: so the villainous Sumo Snape stands a few inches taller than the Shin Komasubi Uda. Rudin comes off the Tachiai with a series of supari thrusts. Uda took these on the chin like a champ. The two Rikishi grab belts and jockey for position. And at this point, time slows down to a crawl. <laughs> Uda has put on his maximum effort struggle face and sinks his hips. He slips his right hand around Rudin's left arm and uses his own left arm to push Rudin back and off of his balance. Uda pushes up. And back with his mighty sumo-honed legs, and pulls off a massive stizori victory. Sumo Snape has been banished back to the sewer from whence he came. There was a monowi. But it was confirmed that Urazeki is the victor. Yay!
0: Oh yes. It was such, a, <laughs> such a sweet monoe it was. I love that that slow-mo. That now all of the people on YouTube that have compilations of Ura's best techniques, yes. they're gonna have to re-upload <laughs> with this one. Oh, I
2: know, right? Yes. Oh, it was so fucking beautiful. Like he's always trying crazy moves like that, and it doesn't usually work out, but when it does it's so fun to fucking watch.
0: It is. Especially when it's to Rudin. I know, right?
2: <laughs> like sometimes I think, you know, uh, damn it, Ura, if you just do more straightforward sumo, you know, you you get more wins, you'd climb up in the ranks more. And then sometimes I think, do the thing, Ura, yeah. do the thing. Yeah,
0: don't listen,
1: Ura, just keep yeah. being you. <laughs> and then he just, you know, knocks fucking Rudin's dick in the dirt and it's like, huh. Oh. Cheat on your wife with your dick in the dirt,
2: motherfucker. <laughs> Food eater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I love that movie. That just reminded me about that. I need to watch that Have you seen yeah. River's Edge with uh-uh. Keanu Reeves and Crispin Glover? No. It's like, crazy. it's Crispin a Glover, metal murder mystery movie from like the fucking 80s. Oh, hell yes. It's
0: I'll have to watch that. Very
1: dark and disturbing. It's was great. It, okay, anyway, back to the sumo. We have Kotonowaka versus Toby Zaru. Losing this bout would mean Terano Fuji automatically gets the Yusho win. But winning this bout means that Kotonowaka would at least have to fight Terunofuji in a playoff, and possibly Karishima if he wins against Terunofuji in this bout. Tobizaru threw himself at the wall that is Kotonowaka at the Tachi. He goes for a couple of attacks, tries some Supari, but Kotonowaka absorbs it all, locks up Tobizaru's arms while gripping his belt for an Iwatanage, but Tobizaru drops his hips and resists with all his might. This visibly annoys Kotonowaka, who then slams Tobizaru down by the back of his head, sending the irritating little monkey spinning
0: to the clay. That was...
2: He looked like he was just so done with Tobizaru's shit.
0: (laughs) It it was a decisive victory. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wish it wasn't to my... Poor Toby Zaru. I, ah. I, I like Toby Zaru, but sometimes I can tell
1: some of the Rikishi, like, just his antics and, like, his style. I can tell you, they're just like,
0: fucking
1: quit. <laughs> quit. <laughs> stop. Stop. <I> <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's like trying to kick fucking Terran No Fuji's, fuck, you know, do his regular kakaishi, but, you know, Terran Fuji's knees are all banged up. And I can tell, I know some people are like,
0: <gasps> what the? <laughs> but that's just, he just fights like
1: that, He's, you know?
0: You annoying little goblin.
1: And then Tarunofuji was just so pissed that his finger flew in his eye. He just was like,
0: God damn it. Like, a lot of
1: Rikishi will have that reaction to him. Once they finally beat him, they're like, Jesus. It's like something gross on your hands that you can't wash off.
0: (laughs) Get this Toby Zaru off of me! I know
1: it's got. Oh, I stepped in Toby Zaru! <laughs> Damn it! You know, but but seriously, I I like his style. I like just kind of who he is as a person. He's just kind of entertaining. But
2: Aura and Toby Zaru are like two sides of the same coin. You know, I feel like Tobizaru annoys the fuck out of everybody, but Ura, everybody loves Ura. When I imagine how these two Rikishi interact with the other Rikishi, even though they have like similar styles of fighting, it's it's just like night and day, you know?
0: (laughs) 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 They're they're two different kinds of ADHD. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that might be a good way
1: to put it. Well, we've all been watching Karishima's ascension to the top of the Banzake. We've had our hopes, dreams, and hype all built to enormous heights. I should have expected Karishima to launch himself at Big T-Bird, only to be duly lifted up and shoved out like last week's recycling.
0: Yeah.
1: Bye-bye, uh, Yokozuna. At least for now. You know You know
2: what? I I think this was... As much as I hate, hated to see this happen to Karishma, I think this was Terran Fuji's way of saying, I'm not fucking going anywhere.
1: <laughs> At least for now. <laughs> I'm
2: still the boss. Yeah, he
1: is the Yokozuna for right now. And then watching, you know, Kotonawaka, Hoshoryu, fucking Asanayama, and their styles just don't quite hold up. And I feel like some of the, like the couple of the Kenboshi wins were just kind of like more on Tarano Fuji's side of just kind of getting his groove back.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. We know he's got a lot of injuries yeah. that he's been dealing with for quite some time, but he's still so Fucking powerful. And not just that, but also skilled. He knows what he's doing.
0: Fuck yeah, he does. (laughs) I mean, hell, he yeeted an entire almost Yokozuna.
2: Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And I know we've been talking about, like, well, you know, Fuji might be retiring soon because he's got all these injuries and stuff, and we need a a new Yokozuna candidate as soon as we can get one. But this kind of made me feel like... Maybe we were wrong.
1: I think (laughs) that maybe we're, like, trying to uh, rush things a bit.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about the The, next bout. The
1: playoff (laughs) bout. The
2: playoff bout, yeah. All
1: right, so the playoff bout between Terunofuji and Kotonowaka.
0: The one seed tournament.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kotonowaka was putting on some mean faces while getting himself pumped up. His brow furrowed hard, his nostrils flared, and a controlled snarl curled at his lips as he stood back up after bending down to grab a handful of salt. (laughs) Terran of Fuji, on the other hand, was calm and in control, with the look in his eyes that was that of a highly evolved predator. (laughs) The two titans took their place at the Shakurisan. Kotonowaka goes for underhooks at the Tachiai, but he can't do anything with them. Teru no Fuji shakes out of the hold and gets an inside right hand and goes for an outside left hand grip. The two kaiju circle back in, and Teru goes makikai, getting an inside left. This is the final nail in Kotonowaka's Yusho coffin. Teru gets him at the bales and starts to pump away at Kotonowaka, chipping away at his defense. He looked like a grizzly bear shaking a salmon in his teeth. The Tawara seems ten feet tall until Terunofuji Fuji finally hoisted Kotonowaka over and earned his ninth Emperor's Cup.
2: Woo-hoo-hoo.
0: Incredible. <laughs> Honestly, what a monster. Teru
2: right? fucking
0: Fuji. Seriously, every time he enters the, the the hallway on his way to the dojo, they ought to play the opening guitar riff from Bad to the Bone.
1: <laughs> Seriously, no, I mean like that's his theme song or whatever, or fucking March of the Empire, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that
1: was pretty fucking amazing this was a really exciting ass you show fucking win uh for terra no fuji the whole fucking tournament was just fucking cool but this was a uh, koto second show was it
2: yeah yeah his second ever and his second in a row
1: jeez man and see these guys that are in the sanyaku division you know the ones that have been kind of stuck up in that little constipated area for like the last year or so they're just they they really are kind of honing each other's skills and they are getting better and sooner or later someone will be able to defeat No Fuji but that time is not now
2: yeah the more they fight each other especially I think the more we'll we'll see one emerge at the top finally because everybody keeps like cycling between the ozeki uh particularly saying okay well this person's going to be the next y- yokozuna oh no he's <laughs> just a, a squishy little meatball this one's going to be the next yokozuna oh no he's a
1: remember when himno. mataka yumi was <laughs> supposed to be the next big hope
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, those days seem so oh, far away.
2: I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Mitake. Umi.
2: And, you know, I, I'm i sure soon it's going to be, oh, Hoshoryu. Maybe he's going to be the.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Yokozuna Hoshoryu.
2: Yeah, but and of course, Kotonowaka, too, because oh, I'm once fairly he become, certain he's going to become Ozeki. And now
1: he's Kotozakura.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did say that he would change his name if he became Ozeki oh. to Koto-zakura. A
0: Kotozakura. Kotozakura, you know, I, I feel like he he really you know missed an opportunity. He could have been Ozeki stuck upon Kaku. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think so,
1: <laughs> man? But he's uh, a Nowaka's, like grandpa was the Kotozakura. Nowaka's dad was Nowaka- and then Waka actually had a different uh, Shikona when he first started. I like totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, like what was his? Yeah, it, it doesn't it matter anymore. anymore. You were yeah. thinking about you were thinking about pancakes, like
0: I was pancakes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Terano Fuji is the Makuuchi division champion. The Juryo division champion is Takero Fuji. Also from Isegahama Baya.
2: Congratulations!
1: <laughs> I no. think
2: he was one of the ones that was standing at the end of the Hanamichi watching Ken's yeah, final bell. Yeah,
1: everybody, all, like there's that whole Isegahama crew just standing yeah. there, just like a fucking low. That low.
2: shot, that shot of uh, like. Teru in the foreground down the Hanamichi and then you see like that whole Isegahama crew in the background. That was a beautiful shot. I know.
1: I want to just fucking... I want a painting.
2: Sometimes the the camera people will do like crazy shit like like focus on something when something much cooler is happening, you know, or, or a random audience member eating. Yeah. Yeah, or just focus on like the back of a woman's neck or something. <laughs> and then sometimes they get those shots that are almost like artistic. Yeah. yeah.
0: My my, I, my favorite is seeing the old dudes in the in the background of the of the ring like recording with their phones. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter where you go in the world, is it's there's something to say no about Yeah. <laughs> I did see somebody that had
1: like a pack of hot dogs on the back of their neck. You <laughs> oh, know, to kinda of sit like that and it just looks like fucking like hot dogs. <laughs>
0: it's to be frank. <laughs>
1: All right. Waka-Taka-Kage got a yes. Zensho Yusho and is the Makushita division champion. Which and
2: means... Hashtag Waka-Watch 2024. <laughs> Which means he'll be bumped up to Juryo.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: he'll be back in the Sekutori ranks and hopefully back up to Makuchi soon. All
1: right. Then we have the Sandanme division champion, Fuji Seiyun of Fujishima Beya I just love saying that name. I
2: know too it's just there's there's a ring to it fuji sayune it's like
1: get better fuji sayune so i can make up songs about you yeah <laughs> Joni don division champion was Aounishki, the new fucking ukrainian hype hype hope whoever yeah, he is yeah yeah he's got like that i couldn't tell if that was a giant bruise on his back or a birthmark i think I it's, think a, it's birthmark. a
2: birthmark it's somebody but, said he's like shishi's little brother or something i don't I, know no, if that's not, a, true not
1: a literal little brother but oh, okay, you know okay okay
2: yeah i'd I didn't think that was true. I just, I heard yeah, it somewhere. But
1: yeah, they're, you know, and he's a, what's that, displaced, you know, refugee from the war, you know, living in Japan. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, there were quite a few in Japan when the war started. So yeah. I always wondered what happened to those guys.
1: They're they're still there. Okay, then we have the uh, Jonokuchi division champion is uh, the stablemate of Aonishiki. This kid is named Anhibiki. All right, so the Sancho list... I kept my, my brain wanted to call it the Shukan Shan Show, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> okay, the 2024 January Grand Sumo Tournament San Show list. The special prizes. The Shukun Show. The outstanding performance award was given to Wakamoto Haru.
2: He did have a very outstanding well performance. Deserved, yeah. Especially with that kimboshi.
1: The Kanto Show Fighting Spirit Prize was given to Onosato. See, the nephew, he definitely earned that one. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Shimazumi almost got a fighting spirit prize as well. If he had won his last bout, he would have gotten it, but...
1: That was kind of sad. It. I oh, yes. I wanted Sh- Shimazu Umi to fucking, you know, get something, you know. That that was his debut, wasn't it? Like, his mm-hmm. Makauchi debut. It was just overshadowed so. by so much else, you yeah. know. It, 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 there should have been more fanfare and more media attention, you know. There was
2: a lot going on in this tournament. There
1: was. And, you know, Shimazu Umi really has earned his way to Makauchi. He's been in sumo for shit. I don't know how long. I just remember seeing him ever since I first started watching. But... I don't know why I like watching his sumo. I think it's because the way his legs move reminds me of my cat. (laughs) Like whenever Sindel's trying to run and run up into the couch, the way her legs kind of move, that's the way his legs move whenever he's like launching somebody out of the ring. And it's just like, fuck yeah, dude.
2: And then, of course, we had the Gino Show Technique Prize, which went to Kotonowaka. Waka. Uh, this being his second junior U Show, as we had mentioned earlier, he was also eligible for an Outstanding Performance Prize if he had gotten the U Show win. But. Eh. Oh, tough titty. <laughs>
1: should have been Ura for
2: that. Four tough titties, in fact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should have given it to Ura just for having his titty grab like he did from reading. I, I know.
2: know, right? Rudin was
0: clawing his titties. Just. Yeah, like an old bra needing to be thrown away. Yeah.
2: God.
0: It was just fucking Freddy Kruegering those poor little <laughs> side boobs. He, was. If he
2: does that to his wife and or mistresses. <laughs>
1: They're like, <laughs> quit it. They probably smack him around like quit it.
2: Well, do we have any last words for the January twenty twenty four Hatsuba show
1: It was fucking exciting. That's that's all it was, and I'm just glad Sumo's back. But it now it's weird. over again.
0: Yeah, I was I was glad it was back, and now I want it back again. <laughs> if only I could I could hibernate like a bear. I would until March. Oh yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think that's our show. You know where to find us. Actually, Nemo, where can we find you if we want to look you up on them internets?
0: Um, you can find me in the murder Kroger. Uh, <laughs> um, you can also find Trying me. Trying to cash on, a check. Uh, <laughs> You can uh, you, you can find me on uh, on uh, my Discord server Nemo's Fantasy Sumo League, which I'm sure I will have an invite link uh, on y'all's Discord server. Or Absolutely. If, if y'all be willing to put one in uh, in your in your deets for your podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. But hell yeah. Uh that's mainly where I'll be uh, uh and uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Demo's
1: Discord server is fucking fun. And if you really want to like nerd out about sumo with other people who love to nerd out about sumo, that's the spot.
2: You can also find us on Discord. Just look for Sumo Punks. It's literally the name of the podcast. You can also find us on all of the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter's. We have two shops online one on redbubble and one on TeePublic. so if you want a t-shirt a sticker a mouse pad whatever the fuck you're looking for i make all the designs for our shops they're really cool at least i think so i think they're yeah, cool get
0: you a three wolf moon mouse pad y'all yeah oh yeah oh i'm actually wearing the three you're, wolf
2: wearing, moons, you're right. yeah, yeah you're wearing the three <laughs> moon, uh, t-shirt right now uh besides that you can also find us on youtube we do have a youtube channel where we post a video of various amateur sumo events and uh, just all kinds of
1: just just wackiness yeah it's fun
2: if you like this podcast episode give it a five star rating it helps other people find it and enjoy it as well And uh, I think I've said all the outro things. Was that all the outro things? I think that's
1: all the outro things.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, until next time.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.